Max White, everyone. See something funny. It wasn't funny! I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work. Alright, we're live. Cool. We're going right now. We're here. Here, Max White Presents with uh, Harrison Tweed. Hey guys, how hey. are we? <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. We've got some loud uh, abrasive music playing up front here at the Tender Trap live. So is that from the Tender Trap or is that's, that from a different place? That's from the Tender Trap up there. The, the locals come in here right at four to start really? drinking. Yeah, like the old school... Greenpoint Brooklyn Alkies are oh, friendly like Polish people. No, they're just like I think they're hipsters before they're hipsters, so they're not they're not quite old school enough to be Polish. Like Beatniks, yeah, Beatniks. They're <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that guy at UCB that just yells inaudible stuff. Oh, I know that John guy. Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that guy's guy crazy. That guy's so cool though. Yeah, like, yeah I bet his really rent great. is sixty dollars a month. You oh think? yeah, he lives apparently across the street. That's what I heard. At from UCB? Yeah, right there. UCB really? in East Village. It's pretty crazy, though. Man. I should probably sit, tell people. This is Harrison Tweed. He's a comic. <laughs> yeah. an actor as well? Actor yeah, I'm an actor, a, technically. Yeah. yeah. Technically actor. Okay, what, yeah. what do you go first? Actor or comedian? Um, uh, comic, but like, uh, I, I, I say actor, too. I just don't like the actors. Yeah. It's so like you like what, acting, but not the actors. Yeah. You know what it is? It's that um, I actually have been doing, like, kind of like riffing on this recently. And like I've I have material attached to it, but I was trying to like get across the point like every time I meet a like really ni like nice actor who is an like who's good at acting, they're always like fucking actors. Like they they uh, it's like it's so weird. You just wait for the shoe to drop. They can't be just cool all around. They're gonna be somewhat of an actor. No, no, they are like they hate actors too. Oh, I got you. Like, okay, it's because I think it's the idea. <laughs> The the idea someone gets of an actor yeah. is like the musical theater uh, degree having gotcha. like very showy yeah, yeah. silly goose. Silly goose is not, yeah. silly goose but not in a fun way. Like not even silly goose. Actually kinda judgmental. Like very I don't know. You know, you ever go to the pit yes. and then it's like the people that take the classes that yeah. you know won't make it in comedy. Yeah. It's like they're doing it for exercises. That was for, my first open mic in New York City. Like I moved here on January first and I went oh, to January second I went to my first open mic. It was like yeah. three PM at the pit. Oh and man. I remember thinking like, Wow, this is uh Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lots of wow. There's some weird I didn't people. even know about the creek or like anything else. I was just like, this is what I have. I'm 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 a little I'm I'm stage right as they would yeah. say of what everybody else is. They're doing like one minute act outs. Yeah, I'm trying to think what my first mic was. Ooh. How long how how long have you been in the city? I've been here for four years. For four years? Okay. Um I think the first one I did I was the Karma Mondays mic. At Karma Lounge? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever done that? Yeah. That yeah, one. Yeah. I I think it's over now. Okay. I think when I first got here, I did it. Um, I don't remember who ran it. That's before I knew people that ran things. It was Mu Sam Mushman, who I don't know if you know. He's he's from Jersey. He's really okay. nice and good guy. He actually like had me come in and like help host when oh, nice. I like first started. He like really helped me by like giving me little like. Uh, hosting stage time so cool. I can like work on material and you can like riff in between it's really I would say if you're starting on comedy try to f like host a mic for a while yeah because it really gets you to watch a lot of comedy and it also allows you to get like not in a ridiculous way but like you'll have a little bit more time than everyone just because you go in between and then if someone bombs you can bring the room back up yeah you, or you can try to that's how like that's like it's amazing because people that's how i judge open mics here is by the host in terms of like i mm -hmm. like i'll go to any show or mic but like 
The only thing I don't really care for is like if the people that are hosting don't really care about it. Yeah. Because there's like nothing cool about not caring. You know no. what I mean? Like if you make it better by caring, it's going to be so much better. And Paul Odo and Brandon Scott Wolf at yeah. UCB, perfect example. I had to fill in and host for them once. So good. Oh, that was They're, the time we uh, met, I thought. Okay, yeah. It was, dude, I've never felt like I didn't buy my kids Christmas gifts more than I did when I got on that stage. And I was yeah. like, Paul and Brandon are gone. Everyone just like, fuck you. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, it was, and then Paul showed up at like the like the last quarter of it, mm-hmm. and people kind of like got sparkles back in their eye. But yeah, like yeah. they run such a, it's such like I love what Paul and Brand. They're like, it doesn't fucking matter. Just try new shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they're really cool. I love that mic too because it's like there's. It feels like there. I don't know if everyone's waiting to go up, but it feels like real audience totally. all the time. Yeah, and it's like a it's real like, stage. Wow. It's a theater, like black uh-huh. box style. Yeah, is that technically a black box? Is that what what actually makes a black box? Just black walls, right? Yeah, I think so. I think this, like, this is a technically could have be. Could've yeah, been. black box. So yeah, it's, that host donkey shows. It's pretty yeah. weird stuff here. I don't know. That's what Oh Hello was at first when it was in L.A. Apparently, it that's was in what a black box theater. I did a or I went to UCB Davis when I was out there like a few months ago, and they were talking about how yeah. they used to watch that Oh Hello. Uh, those guys work yeah. it out at like the certain black box theaters around. Have you seen that yet on Broadway? Yeah, it's so good. Oh, dude, I'm go- it's done on January 22nd. I, I have to get a ticket. You should. You, yeah. you got it, and it's and they're more they're more reasonable price than any other Broadway they shows. Just and- when I was in when I was in London, they had they he announced. Uh, like a $49 special and I like went to buy them online but it was only for yeah. that night and I was like fuck yeah how much were your tickets for that um I don't know exactly how much I think it's around it was around 60 oh that's cool because everything yeah, online yeah, I found was like cool. 180 oh shit well now it's so popular yeah um fuck. I got it me and my girlfriend my girlfriend got it for me for like an early Christmas present yeah. basically oh and man yeah she's really cool and it was uh we went uh I guess it was like right when they had come out and they, like reviews were coming in, but like I guess the musical theater scene didn't realize how, <laughs> how popular much, was then. Yeah. You know how like that they kind of control how sold out everything's gonna be. Yeah, I met this like really interesting yeah. lady on the train one day. Her name is Miriam Bell. Mm-hmm. She's 80 years old and she's going to a Broadway thing. We just started chatting. I was looking at apartments in Harlem, so I was riding the one yeah. train all the way down. And we just, I think, like, I picked her, the train picked her up at like 81st, and all the way to like 42nd, we were talking. Really? And she's part of this thing called audiencemembers.com, uh-huh. where if Broadway shows don't sell out, they'll send these alerts out for free shows. Whoa. Because they want to, like, stack it. Room it's like how George Clooney used to buy with his own money tickets for Ocean's Eleven, so it was technically sold out every night. He would spend like $5 million to buy out the theaters really because you'd make like 50 million because they said it sold out you know like it was all sold out that's so he's i love him I, right yeah i love that guy he's one of the coolest i love that no he, one's doing it better he, than uh, him. i used to live in cincinnati for like eight years and yeah. uh, that's where he's from like maysville kentucky which is right there yeah he is from and right i saw him like my apartment was downtown and across there's like this uh gentleman's club not like a strip club but like an yeah. old throwback like social club uh-huh. and i saw him like walking when i'm like damn you Clooney. I'm, like he's just, <laughs> he's just good looking and like yeah. statuesque that's not a word but like you know he, you can tell it was i him. think that's a word right statue Statuettes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think yeah. I might have thrown an R in there, but whatever. It's, it's cold medicine. I'm blaming on that. But uh, no, he so like cool. lived in a closet at UC when he was broke in his, in his buddy's closet. Really? Yeah. It was like I'd party with that guy for oh, sure. Oh man, wait, he went to Cincinnati? Yeah, uh, not to school. I went to. I, I was there for. I worked in uh, corporate real estate for eight years in Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was based out of Cincinnati. Yeah. But they, uh, like, you know how they call him a citizen of the world? Yeah. How do you become that? I don't know. He he literally. I think I heard something where he, or I definitely heard this. He 
owns a satellite that he 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 uses to monitor the Sudanese dictator and he alerts villagers when he's coming to their village. What the fuck? So he like avoids gen he helps them avoid genocide. So, like he's a superhero. What what did you do today? And George is just like, <laughs> and, oh, you know. I just saved an entire population. Just like pulling on yourself and staring at your laptop. He's out saving tribesmen in the Sudan. I can't believe I've been masturbating while he's. I know. Like, at like, the same time, four tribesmen have died while I've been watching this this awful Japanese porno. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's weird too because you think about like how good a guy he is perceived as. I mean, I I I think he probably is genuinely a very yeah. good man. Um, I'm sure he has his shit. I think there's like. Y- Good people at that level, they probably get to a point where everyone's like, they're good, good, good. Then people are like, fuck this guy, like kill your idols. But then yeah. he like his true aura comes through and they're yeah. like, wow, this guy is. I've also heard he's really nice. Like my friend that- waited on him and said he was like really sweet. Oh, uh, they, they were filming that at Ides of March in Cincinnati. And now it just oh, jog- really? jogged my memory. Uh, my friend waited on them, uh, him and Ryan Gosling. Oh, cool. They rented out a whole uh, like private room in a restaurant downtown Cincinnati yeah and uh there was a game on that they were watching I can't remember what it was though but he left him like a huge tip was super cool about it like yeah. took pictures whatever oh, that was man. like really awesome was so, Gosling also cool yeah he said he was like really cool it was like a Those little brotherly ship right they're just like guys are so cool <laughs> that's gotta be ah oh, man you you have to I don't know how you can hate on those dudes. I, I just don't. No. Uh, Ryan Gosling also does really good movies almost exclusively. Crazy Stupid Love. I watched on the airplane back. It's so good. So fucking good. It's I so good. It. He's oh. such a good actor too, man. He's so good. Like all that. It's weird because there, there's so many like so much like oversaturation movies. But when yeah. those guys, it seems like, well, you're an actor. How does that work? Like it, what steps do we have to take to have a career like that? Is that, is that people in place you think or is that just hard work I think that's people in place um the level I'm at in acting is like I'll do commercial work um like like kind of sporadically um I just did my first voiceover which is something I want to do yeah more um and uh but I think what I've noticed is that I keep actually I I don't want to yeah yeah okay so like I I'm I got booked for a movie uh, I got cut out of the movie, but it's on like deleted scenes. Like yeah. I can still see because they just like cut out a storyline. Okay. Um, of that movie, How to Be Single. Okay. And I it got booked by Avi Kaufman, who is this really good. They they um casted uh fuck what's it called sorry, um, The Night of, okay. which is one of my which I love and I think that yeah like the way they and they have this like kind of halt like they have the wall of like all the things they've casted. Oh wow. And, but I think the they've brought me in for a lot of shit and a lot of shit for this one show and like I uh, this like one Netflix series and I think I've noticed that the key is because like they keep on like bringing me into things that like as an actor would like kind of break me in at, at least to the point where it's like I would be I might be able to like quit whatever because I, I work like a job yeah. job job too. But like I might be able to quit my job, you know. I don't mean break. Like I'm. No, I understand. Like to, the, to now, like the next level. Exactly. That's what like one thing I'm learning is like meeting people like yourself and even like yeah. comics every day. Is there's so many different levels totally. to where it's like there's like a like seriously there's probably a thousand different levels between 
like people like us and like a totally. Chris Rock or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like my goal starting out as that Chappelle thing was like a teacher salary. Like teacher salary uh-huh. is like a great goal. Like you oh, know what on I mean? the inside the actor studio. Yeah, when he talks about that, like yeah. that's and I was like, oh, it makes sense to me because I was like, okay, that that's yeah. that's completely doable. You know what I mean? Yeah. In New York, it's a lot harder just because it's not like the Midwest, like where I'm from, where you can mm. just go work clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's so many different levels of breaks. So like I do definitely know what you're saying. Mm. What now? Have you always been interested in acting? No, no, no. I mean, I I got into acting because I uh, my manager who or like who would now is my manager. Um, this guy like saw me at a show. It was, it was a bringer show when I'd first moved here at Eastville and he was like the industry. Oh, nice. And, uh, the, uh, I did that in quotes and, um, he was just like a guy that like produced a few shows, but he was like, Oh, do you like, uh, are you interested in acting? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I would be. And then he was like, we'll send you to auditions and just see what happens. And, uh, then I just like, I ended up booking some stuff and he signed me. And then he just sent me. I, I realized that the more confident I got at, com- at comedy, the, the better I became as an actor. Yeah. Um, and I kind of think, like, uh, it, it just seems like acting is, it, like, if you get really good at comedy, you're probably going to do great at acting. Like, just in terms of, like, the skill of being able to like do Like the it. crossover? Because it's not really that hard. It's just about being comfortable. Yeah. I could see that. I definitely see like the way you perform too is like stage presence. Like you're, you're oh, not, the way I perform. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, like you're man. not, you're not afraid of being up there, even at like open mics or be it shows or whatever it is. That's so really like you, nice you feel, yeah, well, you're welcome. It's uh, but that's like when, um, it seems like the crossover would be there because mm-hmm. you have that like star characteristic. I would imagine being an actor, like what they're looking for. I am. No, I'm saying like, is that oh. what they're looking for up there? Is that, I know. You mean like wait wait like so you go to audition you're up yeah. against fifteen hundred guys that want to play the part of the cop or whatever yeah, yeah. what is it going to be about your audition? Oh wait, like when I go in, yeah. What is it like? Yeah. Um. Usually, what it is is maybe this is because they casted me in the How to Be Single thing I did. It was a it was a scene where it was like me and Damon Wayne's character Wayne's Junior the guy that's yeah. on like New Girl. Yeah. It was like me, uh, him, and. Uh, She's she's a really good actress. I don't want to like disparage how good and like but by not remembering her name. Oh, Carla Quisvito. She's like an Argentinian actor. She was in um she was in Show Me a Hero, which okay. is that show, the David Simon series on yeah. HBO. Um, she's really good. And so it was us. And my character was like the good-looking club goer who like is friends with the girl that Damon Wayne's Jr. is on a date with. And I and I come in and I like ask them both to like come and party with us kind of and then he's like I'm good and then she's like okay so like a lot of the roles I get are like like they could be like boring good looking guy roles yeah if that makes any sense or they could be like fun good looking guy roles where I get to be a douche or something but like like at your common denominator your lowest common denominator you're just a good looking yeah I get that which is kind of frustrating (laughs) which is why I like voiceover because voiceover I got to do an impression for a Google commercial oh you're like I'm not a piece of meat what was the the impression like it was um did you see those Google photos commercials that's like it kept on like memory memory like it it would be like people taking a selfie and then they're like one two three and it's like too much data oh yeah yeah it was one of those and I was like it's in that it's it's like Bigfoot, and it's like a guy recording Bigfoot, and he's like a hunter. Yeah. And so it was just like, it's like, man, what is that? And then, and then it like, 
uh, it like stopped. I was like, God damn it. Like it was, it was that kind of stuff. And they just kind of like let me riff for 30 minutes. And then you're just in like a voice studio. Yeah. It was really cool. And a mic similar to this. Like, it was like up. a mic similar to this in like a small glass box yeah. basically. And they were just like, like, make sure you like make these points when you say it, but just keep going. Like there's not really a cut. There's just kind of like you'd go and then you're just like. I'm going to stop now. I need some water. Damn. It's really fun. Now, so you had like a Southern accent for that impersonation? Yeah. And so now did you draw from your roots from North Carolina on that? Yeah, yeah. That's that, my, I didn't realize I could do an accent until I moved here. That's funny. Because I just like did, I think, I feel like everyone in the South can kind of do one. Like do an impression of their uncle or their. It's always like the uncle. Because like I haven't seen like Aziz Ansari's show when he's like, you know, do an Indian accent. He's like, yeah, just do it like your uncle. Like oh, everybody has yeah. that. I just watched that episode yesterday. That's so good. They're filming that. It's like they're, they're filmed for that right yeah. over here. So you see them like every show. single. It's so good. Is that it's how much of that is like similar to your life with the acting part? Oh, he he's like seems like an accomplished. Like he seems like he's doing. His character looks like someone that is just like a like SAG has like gets commercial. See, if I did a commercial that was like everyone saw it since I'm not SAG. I mean, I'm SAG eligible right now. Yeah. But like most of the stuff I've gotten, I don't get residuals or anything for. I just got like the one time payment. Yeah. And it's like the biggest thing I ever got was like $5,000, which nice. is awesome. Yeah. But also like the, like I can imagine his character is getting like $45,000. Like I once auditioned for an optimum commercial that would pay 10,000. And then I talked to this girl we were auditioning with and she was like, my agent just told me if I was sag, this would have been 50,000. Jesus. So like well, you have to so crazy and you have to apply for that for sag, which is the screen actors guild. Yeah. Actually one of the re the way I found out I'm in a uh, sag eligible is because I went out for that Netflix show that I was telling you, but like yeah. could be my, and so like, <clears throat> they they called my agent like frantically like is he SAG eligible we don't know and then he and then my agent was like oh shit I don't I don't know either I haven't like and then he called me so uh, and basically ev eventually he called the LA office because they were still open and uh, found out I was and then called them and was like excited and then he was like they're really they were really excited when I told him you're SAG eligible so. I'm like expecting an offer tomorrow. He's from Staten Island. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, the next the next day he just like, he was like, they just ended up going with someone else. Oh, it, fuck. It, it can be like, like, so I don't, I don't know. It, I don't know how you get it. I guess it's just the amount of acting work that you've done so far. But I don't know like the algorithm. But then, yeah, because sometimes there's, if there's a project they want you to be involved with, I know I had an experience with this where they'll pay your SAG dues for you. And there's a certain term for it. Yeah. And they like, they, it's like they expedite the process, but they have to have you sad to be part of the project. Yeah. It's like a Sadie Hawkins type term. It's like a really weird term. Wait, a Sadie Hawkins type? Like Sadie Hawkins, you know. I like remember the, the dances. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, but I remember when they told me that, they're like, you just have to be, I mean, we could Google and find out what it is though, but I was like, well, what the fuck's that? Yeah. And I have a good friend that's a director and uh, I text him because I like, I didn't want to act like I didn't know what it was. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. He's like, oh, that's just, they're saying that they'll just do all the, the work and pay the money to be SAG. Wow. It's a certain thing. I don't know some weird shit that's so cool but then just like that the next day it's like oh yeah, it didn't work out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's such a weird lifestyle that's why i try not to focus on it at all what is it like like how much good news have you had that you've learned that not tell one fucking person the oh to not tell anyone yeah because um, like it won't come to fruition or it might not fuck uh i did i i it's been a lot of letdowns um 
It, and it sucks because it's the only thing that's not. You can't do anything about it. Totally. And you, you can't do anything about it, and you'll never exactly know why you didn't get picked. Wow, that's um, espe- and it's especially frustrating when they clearly like you a lot, and the casting agency is excited about it. And then, because usually what happens is what I'm imagining is happening because they keep bringing me in for these things, and there will be like roles where it's like, um, Naomi Watts is the like lead of this show and I guess producer and, uh, she's like an awesome accomplished actor. And so it looks like in this scene, like based off the lines I did, like I was going to have like a sexual tension or something with Naomi Watts's character, which would be awesome. But, but that is also like, so I can imagine the reason why they were really excited, but went with someone else is because they probably were like, hey, this is who we have in line, who we want to cast it, and then they could be like, he just doesn't, he looks a little too young, or he like, um, I, I'd rather him just be more of a meathead, or more of a, yeah, y- it, you know what I mean? It's like one single person's little like hiccup, yeah. how they're feeling, and they can skew the entire direction of yeah, yeah. your life, essentially, for the next It's crazy. Time. And it's like, that's what I've learned, is to like, you you can't say shit because like no. even if they're like get excited like I just found out about this term uh, decembering have you heard this before no I haven't heard because that. it's the end of the fiscal year yeah uh, like most projects going on right now uh-huh. are they're trying not to do until the first of the year because the budgets get refreshed so there's lots know. of like oh yeah well what well, like I actually had meetings this morning and then they're like oh get down and I'm like this is weird what's going on and yeah. then. You're, uh, you start like, I was talking to somebody else, like, yeah, dude, it's just called Decembering. I'm like, son of a bitch. That's a really good term. Oh, man. And then I've never heard that. That's co- so cool. Yeah, because come January, like, you know, then all the budgets are revitalized yeah. and everyone's like, you know, back from vacation and they're uh-huh. ready to work on their year. It's it's a weird, it's a weird thing. I, I've never it's even dealt wild. with the acting side of it before, so I can't even imagine the... Which side you're doing on the writing side? Uh, writing and like in comedy-wise, too. So, yeah. Nice. So, it's like really weird to and be new to that like those are new waters for me to navigate yeah so you see it though and it's like uh you really can't prepare yourself for the expectations yeah. and letdowns because you can as much as you tell yourself not to get excited i'm pretty good at being like a like, yeah whatever we'll see mm-hmm. though. but you do you're like oh this is cool and you kind of like you put certain <laughs> things in your mind in certain yeah. areas and then and well like, everything it's like you're your like potential career flashes but to, before your yeah, you, yeah you act like you don't but yeah. it totally does and you're like oh this would be uh like i'm gonna do and this and uh ah, and then you're just like no oh, fuck i'm gonna go do the 6 p.m open mic creek yeah, and just yeah. forget about this and, it's uh, crazy eat a burrito and drink a beer like yeah, and, not, yeah. and try not to remember about it uh-huh. how much uh comedy are you doing are you doing because i see you out all the time yeah um i try to do um like tonight i'll try to do like three mics four mics maybe yeah and then, I mean, in terms of shows, bookings are always just up and they, they'll go up and down. Um, like, I try to get on stage probably like 12 to 15 times in the week. Yeah. And, but I've, you know what I've realized? I can maybe tone that down a little bit. Or I don't, I don't know if that's even, that might just be a reasonable amount of mics. I don't know what's too much and what's too little. Yeah, I think it's super personal, depending yeah, on what totally. you're working it's, on, too. Yeah, you're right. It's I just feel like loose. a piece of shit if I don't do at least one or two. Uh-huh. But then again, you see people that are up there and that are like, I didn't want to, like, I, while they're on stage, they're just like, I didn't want to be up here, but if I don't do it. I'll feel like a piece of shit. Like, well, that's the same thing. Why yeah, are you yeah. even here? You know, but then no, totally. there's like a finite capacity for anyone to create, at least for me where I have to live yeah. a little bit to come back, but totally. Well, I think it's, 
if you don't want to do it, it does. There is that feeling of like when you're on stage and you're like, you guys aren't listening. I, I don't blame you for not. Yeah. Uh, we're all tired, but I don't know. I, I think mics are strange because, um, there's, there are different kinds of ways they can go. Sometimes, uh, the mic is developed in a way where they're like really want everyone to listen to everyone yeah. and the hosts do a good job of like bringing that like come on let, let's get everyone like let's get excited yeah to watch this and then you can do your jokes after them and everyone it will be like a good room to experiment and to um and then sometimes it's just like yeah we're all here uh What's the point? And it's like, this isn't helpful. See, I tell people that, like, especially when they're visiting New York for the first time or like LA comics that come, I'm like, especially Creek, 11 p.m. Mike, which is like very near and dear to my heart. I love it for better for I haven't done that one in a while. It's so fun. And like, which day is every day? Every day. And every day that they have it. I mean, do you live so, around here? Uh, I live in Greenpoint. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you have an easy. It's like, yeah, I'm moving. One train ride I ride. move in like a week to the city. So, like, it's going to be oh, a little nice. further away. Yeah. Where so are you moving in the city? <laughs> fucking Midtown East. Oh, really? I got the craziest hookup your, on Craigslist. What's your non stand up job? Uh, just as uh, writing. And then I'll, oh, and I'll work on fashion sets. And oh, like, sweet. Uh, where yeah. do you write? Or who do you write? Uh, like freelance stuff, like random stuff. Cool. I did this thing that went viral last year. And so I get. Whoa. I still get residuals off of that. Like oh, some nice. stupid thing. What is it? Um, I, I sold a fake Prius the day, the, the day of the blizzard. You sold a fake Prius? Yeah, I put a Craigslist ad on, and then like, the next morning it was on Good Morning America. I made a fake Craigslist ad selling my Prius for $100. Uh, for, oh, my God. That's and so, so like, George funny. Stephanopoulos is on Good Morning America going, I'd buy Max's Prius. Oh, man. Like, that's yeah, it was so, so cool. weird. Like, my, my mom was in Italy, and she's like, you're on the news with your Twitter name over here. Like, what's yeah. going on? Because it was, it was basically saying, like how just stupid New Yorkers are for yeah, it. Yeah. But it wasn't even, the best part was it wasn't even a Prius in the photo. It was just a snow covered car. Uh-huh. And there was like these, um, Oh wait, I did see that. Yeah. That's that, me. Yeah. So funny. Cause that was before I met you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, I think cause it was a year ago. Yeah. yeah it was, there was like February, January. That, that blizzard was crazy. The, dude. But there was like these car forums of like car dudes arguing over, um, uh-huh. um like, <laughs> who gets who? Like, like, yeah, like yeah. this isn't a Prius. Look at the rear view mirror. Like the weirdest shit. And then like some people freaked out. Yeah, oh, dude, it's weird. Like New York Post interviewed me the next day. And, really? Uh, yeah. Like so, I, and then I gave them in, like an, another in, like another interview, and I was saying that like because the Prius had never been to a music festival, it's actually worth more. I was just being a shithead. Just fucking with people. That's awesome. Yeah, you like played you like played a role. Yeah, totally. And then I like, that's cool. And I made a deal with a reporter here in town at a news agency, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is what's really going on." So totally fake, but and like I, he allowed me to like kind of leak it to him, like the the, the updates of what's going on. Yeah. So I got like forty one hundred emails in twelve hours. The first Craigslist ad. Oh my god! Craigslist blocked my IP address. I can't even post on Craigslist. I have to go somewhere else to do really? it. Really? Yeah, I have to use like a tour to do it because there was like so such a gross misuse of it. But then so. They like I sold it to an agency and then they get some residuals on that. But then, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. So cool. yeah, yeah. And so it's, um, yeah, so it's been nice. It's, it's definitely paid some rent. And do you so. do, so what are like the writing gig, the writing work you do? Is it similar to like the onion? No, like no, 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 no. It's like a lot of ghost writing for like, uh, I can't get into too detail, but like yeah. for like, uh, 
I guess it's, I could say yeah. fashion style, like fashion stuff, but, oh, but cool. people that want like copy on their websites or like certain things fashion wise oh, cool. that they want to come off as like that they just don't have time to write it. So they hire people like me to do it. And I've really That's got cool. into a weird, weird, I don't know how I got into it, but yeah, like, yeah. and they're like, they pay money too. So it's like, they I pay mean, good money. Yeah, for sure. And they just oh, write man. checks and forget about it because so for, cool. for them, it's in con- like, dude, I did one where they, I wrote all this stuff. And they also are telling you to shut up so that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. they want to come. I mean, it's there, which I get it. It's their business. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah, I, totally. I fulfill a role, but they're, uh, yeah. and they also like, um, you write the stuff and then like, there's one I'm thinking of right now where she wrote me a check on the spot and like, dude, it's never even been on, on the website. It's never, she, they never used it. It's just really? sitting on her desk. Like, and it's a huge check. Yeah. I mean, it's decent. It was like a few thousand dollars for sure. That's yeah, yeah. But she just wrote it like nothing. And I'm sure you know, God knows how they expense it. Yeah. And then also like, I have a lot of friends that are photographers in town here too. So I'll go like photos just once in a while. Yeah. This stuff like I do better if I'm around creatives. Yeah, like just no, me so, too. So, like, if I, you know, not even necessarily, I won't even, like, work or, like, won't even get paid. I'll just kind of go hang out and set and assist. Does it sound weird to you? Is it? It's all in my left ear. Is your left ear? Did me, I do something? Oh, wait. Is it? Let me plug it in here real quick. Oh, now it's better. Better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Maybe cool. I just loosened pulled. it. That's my fault. That's the pull. No, yeah. So, it's just weird. It's like New York. Everybody's got a side hustle here somehow. Like, there's yeah. so many different hustles. What's your day job? My day job? I mean, I wait tables at this one place. What's it? Is it a cool place? It's cool. I mean, it's a, it's a, well, it's just got less cool. Cause we just like my, so the owners are like kind of like they're super by the book, but also not that good at being by the book. Yeah. And they just fired like the scene, the manager who was like the GM and he was like really good at like interpersonal stuff and like really good at like hiring and firing and like making sure like everyone meshed well. Okay. And so they just like nixed him. So like people are like freaking out like, Oh, maybe they'll clean house. Cause they were probably going to bring a by the book person in like, I don't know. They could go anyway. What's that? Uh, do you know said because of comic, and I always ask comics that like I've talked to on here. Yeah. Um, I'm like a, a big social person. I'm talking to people, but the more yeah. I've done stand up comedy, I feel myself being less and less social. Like I used to love going oh, yeah. to crowded places and like bars and stuff like that. But now my idea of a bar is like friends in like a dark booth. Yeah, yeah. me too. I know. I yeah. agree. That's so do you, do you find way. that part? And uh, Paul Odo, when he was on this, he, yeah. he talked about how you really have to save. You're like, I, he said it so well, but uh, something like basically save your social graces for your friends and people you care about because you'll burn them <laughs> out working a service industry job in the city. Yeah, that's so true. Any experience like that? Like, like, is it like, how are the people that you work with? That I mean, like the, your clientele, are they like, dickish or are they cool there it's crown heights people so oh, it's okay. like so it's not like it's like park Ave it's like people. new brooklyn resident residential people like it'll be like young yuppie parents and then young yuppie like undergrad or like postgraduate okay. you know like just moved to the new york all pretty respectful people yeah, right like yeah. very it's pretty cool like no one's in a rush no one's uh no one's doing everyone's pretty cool in the neighborhood so have you been to crown heights yeah it's sure. pretty chill. Like it's pretty because it's kind of like it's like Williamsburg and Bushwick in the sense that there's like it's like very popular place to move to. Yeah. But it also is not a trendy place to move. to. No, it seems like uh, actually Tim Tamer first moved here. He mm-hmm. uh, Airbnb before he got his place in yeah. Crown Heights. And I was it's like a last stable of Brooklyn, I think, in terms of like yeah, what Brooklyn might look back like. Cause I picked him up in our Uber, we went to the airport uh-huh. before we flew out and like, it's still cutty there. I mean, there's some like, there's some bad areas for yeah, sure. Yeah. So it's uh, you can, there's pockets that yeah. are like jump pockets. Yeah, like, for sure. Trap house. Where do you live in the sure. city? Um, I live, uh, I live in Crown Heights. Actually. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I live it, the, the place I work is literally like 
three blocks away from my that's place. Nice. It's awesome. So have you know have you seen so you see a lot of people here that like get one you know, one good piece of work, like you said, maybe like a five thousand dollar check and they like, Fuck you, I'm quitting my job. Yeah, yeah. But then in like a month they go through it and then they're back unemployed. Have you learned I don't understand from, how those people think because yeah. that seems so stupid. I think the cool thing about having the five thousand dollar check the, is like it's it's like, well now if you lose your job, you have a cushion. Yeah. Which is great. But also it's I can't I'm sorry, I keep hitting the table. No, you're fine. Um I was so, looking at this. Oh um but also just like you can like it also helps it, it for me in incentivize like saving more. Yeah. Because I'm like, I already have some savings now. And it's like kinda nice to watch it get bigger. Like and I didn't think of, when I had like no money, I wasn't thinking that way. Yeah. It's I like was how, just kind of like sad because I didn't have any savings <laughs> or checking. You're just broke broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just broke broke. So that's what like I, I just said like when I first moved here, um if you can like do enough assisting jobs that everyone do just so rent's paid by the first week of the month. Yeah. Like you just it, like your mind is conditioned in such a less stressed out Yeah. Because you see people all the time that run it down to the and again, like I'm older and I have like some more experience in terms of yeah. that, but like I just see people that I know that are at the fucking bar just raging or like yeah. buying bags of blow, but then come like the 25th, it's like back to college. They're just like, fuck dude. I'm like, you're not 21 though, dude. You're like yeah. 30. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, what is wrong with your spending? Yeah. It's really weird though. But it's that, really bad. It's um, what, what like, well, actually I want to go back for what made you start doing stand up? Um, what made me start doing stand up? Uh, I, I always like all my friends from home are are like like are still like and were all like really funny okay. like i would like they were really it's um it's this part it's durham north yeah. carolina it's uh which is right next to duke a lot of our parents were like yeah uh, worked for unc or duke or wake forest and stuff like that and um everyone's real like southern charm but also like kind of progressive minded and really liberal. Okay. Um, so it was, it was kind of like this, it's kind of like folky, uh, woke. It's yeah. Like a folky, folky, woke. folky, woke. folky, woke. I got called half woke in LA by this girl. Ha- half woke. She said you're half woke. What's that mean? I don't know. But I, I, Is it I, meant I, to condescending? I, I think it was a diss. I think she was saying like, you're like, yeah, look at you, cute white boy. That's half woke. Half I could woke. like, I couldn't stop laughing. That's really not to cut you off your story. Sorry, was she a comedian? No, she's a musician. That she's actually like a friend of mine. She's like this militant <laughs> black musician in L.A. Oh, really? And I think she had like partied maybe a little too hard because the next day she apologized. But I was really funny because I was like, that's your diss. That that you fucking kids. You don't even know how to yeah. insult people. Like that's, that's so funny. So like. Half woke's better than most woke. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Sorry, not to not to. No, no, no. I like that. That's really funny. I've never thought of that. Half woke. And then, so then you started. Then just what you're like? I'm gonna do an open mic. Um. Then, well, the the reason I started was also because uh, I watched when Hilarious came out, Louis C.K. Yeah. C.K. special. That was the first special where I was like, he, for some reason, at before I was like interested in it, and then he. The way he talks about, I, I there, there was something about the way he did stand up that I was like, it, it wasn't like I, these are, this is what my jokes would be like, but it was kind of like, oh, the way he's dissecting 
how frustrating Americans are, like we all are as yeah. just like consumers. Because that was the one where like the airplane bit where it's like you're in a chair in the sky. Yeah. You're a Greek myth. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And like at the time I had just broken up with someone who like was really like whiny about that kind of stuff. So yeah. for some reason, all of it like hit me in this way. It was like, yeah, this is like if this is what stand up comedy can like can be then I really want to do this. It like resonated with you. Yeah. I don't, I don't, but I never was like addicted to comedy the way a lot of people were. I didn't even know it was that big a, yeah. I mean, I remember when Dane Cook came out when I was a kid, that was like for, I mean, vicious circle and har no harmful salt swallowed was that like, it was right when YouTube had just come out. Yeah. So they had those like animated clips from the, audio album i remember those yeah and those yeah. were like so popular for people our age and i still i mean i'll watch them now and i'm like people shit really- on that guy but it's amazing like he paved <laughs> the way for all like the new business model like even louis like, no i know myspace all the going through that and then what's that Crazy. what's that uh, what was this tour called the bus Oh, Torgasm. Yeah, Torgasm. But yeah. then he brought that, like, he brought Bobby Kelly on. But then yeah, he brought yeah. that soft-ass Christian dude. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. watched it, like, a month ago. Me, too. I Yeah, it's, I love it. I actually kind of love it because it's so weird. But when they give, like, when Bobby Kelly's shitting on that guy, he's like, just stop it. No, yeah. no. And then, like, Dan Cook has to be like, okay, guys, like, this is... Yeah. This is really weird because a lot of people in stand-up, I don't know how... Mm-hmm. It's possible, but they've been insulated their entire... It's like anything. There's a lot of sheltered yeah. people, and I can't even totally. imagine... The look on Bobby Kelly's face when he has to like yeah. talk the guy down is just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Who, you pussy. Wait, who else is in it? Gary Goldman. Yeah, yeah. Gary. Oh, that guy's so, so fun. fucking funny. Apparently yeah. his last Conan is incredible. But I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it. Yeah, Pat so Noswell, much good shit to watch. Yeah. Pat Oswald, I think, tweeted something. Like, he tweeted it and was like, this is the most impressive Conan set I've ever seen because it's all about one subject. Wow. Like he apparently just like is only talking about one thing. The whole Have time. you seen Gary Goldman live before? Uh, yeah, he's the first. The first time I went to the cellar, he was there. Yeah, and then the second time I went, he was there. Actually, that's so. awesome. He's I always see him like walking on McDougal, and you're like, that guy's so good. He's, he's so, so funny. funny and like relevant for so long. Yeah, he really has. Now, can you imagine? So acting being your primary. But, like, would you want to, like, in your ideal world, like, your idea day, are you going to be, like, on set during the day, then doing sets at night? We'll That's what up. I would love to do. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. I kind of also, I also like the idea of, um, like, uh, like writing, too. Yeah. I, I kind of want to write on a show more than I want to act on a show, but I would also know that, like, there's nothing I can, there's nothing I have right now that like points to me being a, a, being a writer besides someone like thinking it would be a good fit from seeing my stand up, which I don't, I don't know. I like some people are really good at identifying standups as good writers, like okay. specific, like, like natural writers and storytellers. And I think uh, maybe it's just self doubt stuff, but I'm like, I don't know what, it like what from my act would translate to it. Cause I, I mean, I have scripts, yeah. but like you can't, you're not just like throwing them out to like, it's funny. I, I just talked to Brandon Scott Wolf today. Was he helping like, you in the script? Well, he, I just, I like, I sent him this pilot yeah. that I'm like, I, I want to make. And, and the, the way I said, like I, he had offered to give me notes on it a while back and, he was like, I have like 20 scripts. So I'm just like kind of trying to, I'm like on the third one. And I was like, I don't need to add to your overwhelm. And the thing is he would, he will do it. He'll read through your stuff. I he's know. such he's a nice, so, he's so nice. Team nice boy. Yeah. He's so nice and, also, and there's, I can't even imagine like 
that whole Penn State crew of those guys, they're all from like Penn State. It's like him, Matt Rain, uh, I didn't know there was Sean, a Penn State crew. Well, Remington, like all those guys are all from Penn State. Like there's like a comedy collective from there. They did stand really? up. Yeah, this past weekend they were there. I saw him like yeah, posting about being yeah. at Penn State. And, like I didn't he's know that. yeah, it's like it's it's such a good and then. It's funny because he has a roommate named Joe. Well, he just moved out, but yeah. like he's just a civilian, doesn't do comedy. Yeah, and I think like never mind like being around the comics, but like interview Joe because like he's seen yeah, yeah. so many mental breakdowns in terms of like, <laughs> oh my like God. people coming through. Like I got this pilot I need to do, or you know Brandon writes for TV and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's like what show was he writing for now? Because I know he was on Neil Patrick Harris's show, and he's uh, done, he's I done think, a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he just submits packets, but he'll like uh, like he showed me my first packet, like how to submit for it. And, Oh cool! Oh my god, dude! It, I don't know how you, people do that. It's like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, like it's the topical stuff. Like I'm not a non-topical comedian, but like, yeah. uh, it's just and like that. I'm, I'm he's on stuff for SNL in the past, you know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he did weekend update jokes. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and like, but I mean, you read him and he, he'll fire him off of you, or like bounce the ideas off, and you're just like, uh, my mind doesn't think that way. Like, wait, this yeah, is yeah. what it takes to make it. Like, fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it just to him, it's like, oh, I'm gonna work on this packet today and submit it, and then like you know, he has. You know, his management and agency and everything like that that he works with takes care of, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, like, sets him up with stuff. But, uh, yeah. yeah, big shout out to that guy because he always, I mean, he must read so many scripts all the time. And I can't even I know. put one together. Every time I do, like, the screenplay that I'm working on, mm-hmm. I my stand-up goes downhill, like, dramatically. Wait, anytime you're focusing on it? Yeah, like, right now I'm yeah. trying to finish out this one project that's, like, a writing project that, like, I, I would be involved with that's being filmed. And, um, uh my stand-up goes directly downhill. Like, I'll stop really? booking. I'll, like... Uh, oh, man. And, I mean, like, I'm just not as, like, voracious, you know, in terms yeah, of, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, I might only do two sets and I might only go to the creek versus, like, go out and, like, you know, do some other stuff. Yeah. I just haven't learned how to multi, you know, like, uh, what's the word for it? Like, uh, multitask. How to yeah, do yeah. that. Because you have to, like... Or, comp- uh, carp... Compartmentalize. Yeah, exactly. Black. Compartmentalize. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, Those guys are also good at that. Yeah, they're able they to are. be like, okay, this is my screenplay time. This is my. That's what like Brett you said. What's that? No, no, that's uh like well Brandon does that like it's yeah, like yeah. you know like I'm gonna work on my screenplay. Yeah. Work on my, you know it's funny that like this conversation right now if you were to like. 99% of the people on this planet would be like, who are these fucking douches? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Sweet screenplay afternoon, you yeah, yeah. fucking weirdo. No. I know. Is it, so you identify more as a writer? Why is that, wh- why do you think that is? And so would you prefer to be behind the camera or in front? Um, I like, I like writing because I think, I like writing and I like acting, but I, I just like writing more because I like the idea of the storytelling aspect. Of yeah. Like the the story the thing I the pilot I wrote that I'm writing that's um that the one that I just literally today like an hour ago sent to Brandon is like something where it's like I wanna I I wanna be a writer but I also wanna be able to write the way I write like what you were saying about like it needs to be topical things yeah. like I don't think I'd be good at that kind of Same. thing yeah but um uh I do like the idea of like my voice telling the story of something and getting a chance to yeah. like show that. So, um, I'm not sure. I think, uh, I also just don't like acting cause I, I don't like the, the treatment you get. 
Some people love it. It's like it's like being treated like the most expensive purse dog. Like <laughs> you're just like they're like the talent needs like a robe. The talent yeah. needs like that kind of thing. Does it bother you to be like uh, on the receiving side of that? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's it. I like the people that are literally giving you the robes. Yeah. they're like they're like, are you doing okay? Like they're usually like really sweet. Yeah, and like actually w- wondering how you're doing. Yeah, but like the director's just like. Make sure Harrison has like hot coffee right now, because I when I did this shoot for Gantt, it was like I was like essentially naked in the shoot. Yeah, and I was and it was it was like the first cold day of fall. Damn. And so I was just sprinting through this. Uh, what's it called? <coughs> um, it was it was some university's quad, and I just like the scene was me like sprinting naked through it. Oh, streaking. Yeah, streaking. Okay. And. Uh, uh, they just like when it'd be like cut, it'd be like get a towel around him. Like they like lit- it was so weird, and it's just kind of a weird thing. I've I've been on like a lot of fashion sets and some movie ones, but the fashion set I actually saw like two months ago. I just stopped to see my friend's photographer on yeah. the set, and I saw one of the producers tell another person chop chop. I actually saw a person like clap at another person really? and go chop chop, and I was like, that wasn't even. I had nothing to do with it, but I'm like, you motherfucker, yeah. like I. Hope, Ooh, hope you get a car accident. Like when wa- when waiters or when people at restaurants go like, that's fucked. When they snap ugh, at people, uh, or when they grab your arm, that's the like, weirdest shit. Dude, Unless you're a little old lady that has like you know, yeah. Weird, like yeah. if it's like in a tender way, yeah, it's fine. Or just, if it, just like it's like the equivalent of yelling "garçon" in France, like "boy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, so gosh. weird. People are. And I always mind like, and this is it. Like, was so elitist. But, up here. oh yeah, but like, and it's or never the people that should be. In my experience no. with fashion, it's the ones that it's never the big brand. It's never like your Louis Vuittons are the dickheads. They're yeah. always super sweet. Yeah, yeah. But the ones that are like your shitty mid brands, which I'm thinking of when I'll tell you off camera, they're the fucking they're cunts. Yeah. So I just got back from the UK. That. I can say cunt so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Dude, cunt is a great word. It's so I, good. Everybody's over there. I got described as a posh cunt from Sheffield because I thought just the way I, the way <laughs> I posh cunt. yeah the way that I look because uh, I look English <laughs> and one of the show producers over there didn't know that I was oh American. you could totally be English yeah and that's where my that's where my family's from so you could be um, related to the Weasleys yeah, totally so yeah it's, it's like it's nice to be somewhere where I'm finally tanner than people and like I have a decent beard compared yeah, yeah. to those fucking weird people we do British and people not have beards really not really I mean like the we stayed in Shoreditch like where our place was mm-hmm. which is like it's like we were joking we seriously got off the double decker we stand in front of our flat yeah. and there's this dude walks by with like paint on jeans and he has a shirt <laughs> or a hat backwards that says Bedford Ave Williamsburg Brooklyn on it like, really wow it's like it's like that hipster fucking neighborhood place wow. there. Yeah. The only difference though is, is like it, they they have hats about a street they've never been to. It, totally. It's I mean, like as, if I have like uh, what's a, a Castro Street. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For you're gonna have, yeah. You're gonna yeah, have like the. First, it's like every you know called. like overweight. Yeah. Overweight like Nebraska chick with like a fucking Melrose play shirt on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of tight. Or I guess more they wear like the pink sweatpants. Yeah, the with pink, the yeah. or juicy with that. Juicy. What happened to those? Yeah. Are those coming back? I don't know. I don't. They didn't look that great. <laughs> well, they looked anybody. good. They looked fine on people that looked good. Even yeah, but they even were like holding them back. I always think of like that uh, Adriana from Sopranos, like so hot. Remember Adriana? Her? No, I did. I've, been, I've actually. 
only seen the first episode. Okay, so like with a super hot Italian lady, but then like when she wears those, you're like, ah, it's like a Ferrari with a governor on it. Like you're really like at your best, you're just not. Wait, who is she? She's the um, boyfriend or the girlfriend of the junkie. That's like Tony's nephew. That's like his right hand man. The junkie is the guy that's like kind of like nose. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah, big nose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I love that actor. Yeah, he's, he's such so a good, actor. good. What's his name? He's in the he's in commercials now. He's, he's in commercials now. Yeah, he's in uh, that movie Lean on Me. Or, yeah, Lean on Me. Have you seen that? That about the uh, Patterson, New Jersey. The Patterson. Yeah, Patterson, New Jersey. Um, high school with uh, Morgan Freeman. It's based on the wow. a true story of a principal named Joe something, and uh, he like went into this like hood ass high school and turned it around. And he is that guy. Yeah, and Morgan Freeman plays the guy. But that kid, Mulsanti, is like a he has like a mullet in it. Oh, really? The one that, with the big nose, he has like a mullet. He's also on like Goodfellas. Yeah, he's, he's Spider. A, yeah, the yeah. kid that gets shot in the. Yeah, he's like, go fuck yourself, and he fucking gets shot. Oh, that scene is so sad. How <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's, it's great and sad. But I think it's more real world because it shows people that like. Where I'm from in the Midwest, they're like, yeah. you stand up to your bullies. Like, in real life, a lot of times you'll get fucking killed. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The bullies are the lunatics. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. fucking, like, five foot two Joe Pesci. I know. Have, I, I can't. I saw The Godfather after I saw Goodfellas, yeah. and it made me not really that into I thought The Godfather was good, like, really great. Yeah. But I was like, this isn't. You can't go from Goodfellas to Godfather. True. Because Goodfe- Goodfellas is so, like. It's so like fast paced and like, very, yeah. and I don't mean like an action. I totally. just mean like they're fucking like aggressive. The entire movie, everything is aggressive. And it's like bang, bang, Godfather bang versus like, like pretty and you like, know Francis Ford Coppola, which is always dragged out. Like it's yeah. very long and like I haven't seen Apocalypse Now. It's 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 so long. It's yeah, so yeah. long. I mean, it's well, great. Wasn't supposed to be a, in the mat. Like he apparently, this is cool. I think he made the godfather so he could make apocalypse now like the okay. godfather technically this is what i've heard is that he was given like he was like um given the directorial i, I mean i think he had his is it called your masters in film too when you have like final cut and like i think it's final cut it's just, yeah. okay so like he he was given no. the reins to do the godfather yeah. but he wanted to do apocalypse now before that but they're like we like we will help you pay for apocalypse now if you do the godfather first and he did wow. it and he still ran out of money on apocalypse now and still put his own you know, money Lawrence fishburne was like 16 or 17 and he lied to the uh um casting and was like no i'm i'm 18 i can go and he fucking he might have been younger he's in apocalypse yeah now? he's like the young fucking really vet in it and so he went and like they lived in Lawrence thailand fishburne? Lawrence fishburne is in it wow. fucking morpheus yeah yeah, yeah. He's in it. and like he and would, boys in the hood yeah oh, he's so, so good, good in that <laughs> yeah. so good in that yeah. what's his name in that um Fuck. i don't know he's the dad yeah I know what's he's a like, dope ass name though it's like starts with the yeah, having sex yet that, that i remember that and scene he has those benoit balls that he like fucking yeah, yeah. goes around i don't know he's so over. cool in that he's movie so badass oh, yeah fuck. uh not giles what the hell is it's gonna bother me now um, he has a really cool name in it yeah it's so cool and he has that dope vw yeah he do- god he's really cool it was so much better when he owned it but then the kid takes it over yeah have you seen grand torino with Clint Eastwood? Uh, yeah, I didn't like it when it came out. But though. did you see the end of it though? When he like he gives the Asian he kid, gives his, the kid car, his car, yeah. But then he tells him not to like soup it up or whatever, and he's really racist about it. Yeah, yeah. He basically doesn't want to happen what 
um, Kubrick Jr.'s character did to Lawrence Fishburne's car in that movie. Because remember, it was just a classic VW Bug, and then he put like rims on it. Oh, and then he's just like, wait, fuck, I need to see Furious, that that's his name. It's Furious Styles. Furious, that's his yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's cool. That's, that's a fucking so cool. Name. I would yeah. listen to that guy. Styles as your last name. I was, there's so much on that movie, though, that I'm just like, dude, my, you're a fucking world-class athlete, and you ran straight. Like, you, you oh, shot at. Oh, when he got <laughs> yeah. shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I you're, remember watching that and being so sad. It's the only direction you can run that isn't going to improve your odds at all when yeah, you're running yeah. from a gun. It's I straight. know. Fucking Ricky. Uh, and the plastic furniture part. I mean, come on. That's pretty Wait, fun. plastic. Sir. When they bring, like, a dead body onto the couch, oh, there's still on plastic the on plastic it. plastic furniture. And I was oh, like, man. oh, that's why they have plastic on the furniture. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So oh. No one bleeds on <laughs> it. Yeah, I got it That's now. so crazy. Where do you see, um, okay, we, 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 went, we went in the movie hole there for a second. Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, Louis C.K. business model? I like basically do everything yourself, and then just people buy it. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Oh, isn't it how we all have that same, like... like yeah, that's why everyone wants a Louis deal now. Yeah, that's what... That's what that's so weird, because yeah. they're, it's, all, it's 100% right. Like, where he bought the red camera himself, and then edited all those episodes on his MacBook. I can't... I See, I can't believe he's capable of doing that. That's so funny. That, like, And that's what... Yeah. Like, the entry scene, Don McDougal for Louis. You know, like, when the... Yeah, I the, Have you seen that? But, like, that uh, when the... NYU kid like gives him he the just finger. left it in. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I just want people to know what McDougal's like at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like? Do you go down there? Do you load up in mics or shows down on McDougal? Um, I've done the pair quite a few times, and then I've done like the lantern quite a few times. Um, I don't know. I've never done the cellar or anything. Yeah, do you still go to watch though? I haven't gone to watch as a comic ever. Actually, like I the when I want, I mean, I done stand up comedy, yeah, but like at open mics in Syracuse, the first time I went, and then like wait in Syracuse, yeah, I just like had I I started in Syracuse, New York, because I was going to school there. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. So that then, was your first open mic. Yeah, it was at this place called Wise Guys Comedy Club, and it was like a Wednesday night mic every Wednesday. And then, was it owned by the mob? Probably. I've heard a story about this. About that's got to be that place though. Where like, dude, it's. It was weird. It, it's shut down now. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a uh, uh, in the oh shit uh, in the Carousel Mall. They have like which is the big Syracuse mall. Yeah, it's like enormous mall, and they have a new comedy club in there. That's like really. It's like a like, oh, it's Funny Bone. It's a Funny Bone okay. they have there. What's the um? Because I heard a story about that. Well, so well, like what what made you decide? Like what was like? Okay, I'm doing an open mic. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, I just said like. I, I think what happened was I watched Louie's thing and then I just broken up with someone. Um, and my, my best friend at school who I lived with was, uh, a gone for a semester in Madrid. He was, he was just like abroad for the whole semester. And so I just had like a lot of time and then I went to Florence. So I was just like, kind of like writing jokes before I like ever got on the stage. Yeah. Started writing these jokes and then, um, I uh, as soon as I got to Syracuse, I went to my first mic just to watch, and then I watched, and I was like, okay, I think I can do this. And the first mic I did, I like bombed, and then um, I was just like, oh shit, I, I'm like, and I remember I bombed, and like the only laugh I got was like me being like, oh, I'm bombing right now. Oh and, yeah, the self recognition one. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and then uh, so then I think I think right after I was like, oh god, I don't want to ever do that again. 
And then I feel like the next day or two days later, I was like, no, I'm going to do that again. And, then and just kept doing it. Same place? It was, there was only one, there's two mics. They're both on the same night. There was both on, at Wednesday, on Wednesdays. I think one was at like seven and then one was at like 8.30. Nice. And I did the one at the club and then there was one at this place called, uh, in Syracuse called, what's it called? Uh, Crepe. Oh, it was called Funkin' Waffles. And it was like this like hipster art cafe in Syracuse and it was just like a little thing where it's like there'd be a lot of musicians and then like me and like two or three other comedians would like do sets there. Do you remember the first time you like put something together that worked like in terms of material? You're like, oh, that's a bit. I, I don't remember the first time I like put like I, it, it took the second time I did did it. I did well. I did pretty well. And then this guy came up to me who was like older comedian was like, yo, he was like, Yo, dude, he was like, I'm Jawan. He was he was really nice. He was like, I'm Jawan. He was just like this older black man. And he was like, he was like, I started about like two years ago. He was like older, but like, I mean like 34. Yeah. Um, For my, like in, re- in relation to me. And because um, I was 21. And he was like, yo, man, like that was great, man. Like uh, he was like, you you got like the, uh, uh, he he was like you got the goods kind of thing. He he like he didn't like and I'm not like he was just like the first person to be like oh no no you made the right decision doing stand up. Okay. Um, and so, but then I remember the most the first proud like real proud moment I had was I did. Um, there was these like fucking it was at the cafe and there was just these like they were like like college or maybe like late high school students there they were playing music and they were literally like interrupting other musician sets by like just getting on stage and like playing piano and like wow. they're just like and they all looked had like that like young Justin Bieber cut and uh I remember I just like went on stage and just like trashed them all <laughs> like and they kept like heckling retorts but I would just destroy their retort and then like yes. I, I I got everyone against them and it was really fun. And then this guy, like, this guy was like, like, I was dressed, I think I was like dressed shitty. And he was like, well, you, like, you're dressed, you dress like fucking homeless. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but that just means that, like, after this set, I can, like, go outside and, and, like, earn some money. And it's like, Damn. so I'm always going to win. And it was just, like, a very, like, empowering set. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, oh, I, like, I, like, got to, destroy the people I hated. Yeah. Which felt, Ooh. I didn't realize that I liked that part that's, of stand up. When, when a, when a heckler is acting up the whole show and no one knows how to deal with them. And then you finally get them. It's, I, I think that's one Two of my things favorite. are better than that on earth because I, I realized it's not about like, like you're a piece of shit. It's about like, like I'm just going to string along a lot of subjects for them to come out as a piece of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like give like, enough rope to hang themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I love that feeling. It's amazing too that people don't realize as a heckler that like their 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 voice is not amplified. I know. So if the person with the mic has the the sense to just be like, I can throw so much shit at the wall and something will stick. Yeah. Just by ber- like you could literally just talk about what they're wearing yeah. in an objective sense of tone <laughs> yeah, yeah, and watch them just spin themselves out of control. Cause they get so upset cause they're like, so. no, it's also the thing, uh, the, when like I've heard of comics, like hecklers trying to fight comics Yeah, and I was, 
I was thinking like I no one's ever tried to fight me from stage or anything. People yeah. have gotten mad at me, but like um, I, I I have I got threatened. I got the guy tried to punch me in the Bronx. Why? He just tried. I can't imagine he, you being he, like he a dump of a dick. And I, and I, like ever, no one was talking shit to him, and so I finally started doing it. Yeah. And he would charge the stage, and like the closer he got to the stage, I'm like, just get your insults out before you get your ass kicked. Like just get them out. Yeah, yeah. And so I just started low at his feet and just started chipping up making fun of everything i possibly could really and right before we got to stage he like stopped he's like yeah whatever man fuck you and then like two days later i got like a facebook message from like his girlfriend his girlfriend yeah his girlfriend who was there and was like hey he was really drunk that night turns out he was like well, she said he was some sort of comic but whatever he's just some he douchebag yeah he was a real good comic yeah, yeah. and then uh, when we were in england i got threatened with a gun Really? Yeah, it felt so good because I'm like, oh, it's not just an American problem. Thanks. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just like, some drunk at the bar. Tanner and I were doing this pub show, and uh, this dude was like, oh, you keep it up, mate. I've got a gun for you. And he like would not stop. And what? Like, and I, I just could not stop ripping on this guy. He's just some drunk fucking no tooth. Um, have. And no then tooth. all the best part was I was like, how are you going to shoot me? You can't even brush your teeth. And this old, this oh, this like eighty five. He's like an old love. You know, like you, you were just in England, like those lovely old English men, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, he had, like a, he had like a cane, a scarf, <laughs> just dressed in nine with like a little like a uh, porcupine hat on. Yeah. He came up to afterwards and he's just like, I just wanted to, I thought he was going to like talk shit to me, this old guy, but he's like, I just want to tell you, your timing was impeccable. That's so cool. That's the best. pretty good though. Do you um, like hecklers though? No, not, I mean, not generally. Well, it depends. It's like there is, there is a certain heckler that is like, they're doing better than the comics. Have you ever been to those shows where it's like, it's like a Twilight Zone episode and it's like literally the comics are being made fun of by the audience yeah, the entire time? I have seen that, yeah. And the, it's like, clown, it's like Dance Monkey like kind yeah. of thing yeah, going, totally. but it's like, like panic attack monkey. And I think it, it, it's like systematic or systemic because the comics that go up are like, well, maybe if I just do my shit and don't address it. Mm-hmm. they'll leave me alone but it just they become part of like the damn yeah those are the people that get it the most those yeah. are people fueling the fire you almost of, like, feel like, like alright stop I'm yeah. gonna fucking lay into you and then we're gonna see I don't I think no one's worse oh god did you ever see the thing you know when like Mike Pence went to Hamilton yeah and there was all the do you see the post someone put on the Hamilton um, Facebook board or, no it was like so fucked up and sad. It what? like made me so sad. What, what did it say? It was just We're like. We're talking about when, when Mike Pence went to go see the play Hamilton. Yeah. So basically what they said, it was like, you are nothing to, to me. Like, it was like, he was like, if you're an actor, you mean nothing to me. I just want you to shut the fuck up and do what you do. And then I'm going to leave. And then it was like, he was like musicians. Uh, like basically he was just like, I just need you to like. Want, like I'm just gonna wind you up, and you're just gonna do what you do. I'm gonna pay you to do it, and then I'm <laughs> and then I'm gonna get out get out, and I'll never think about you again. Wow! It was like kind of a good burn, but like <laughs> it was like, but respect, it was really respect. it was so disgusting. And then it, like at the end, it was like dance monkey, and then it 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 was like. Did he say dance monkey? He literally said dance whoa, monkey whoa. or dance monkeys. Whoa! Oh Jesus! It wow. was like the most like the undertones of like horror like yeah. not in, like not even undertones what is it called the tones that tones and, the yeah overtone, just like yeah. the obvious like like i'm so, one thing that trump's election i was just talking you know elsa waith yeah 
She's so God. She's that she's, photo of her and what what newspapers that were her. She got arrested oh, in the New York protest. Times, I think the or Times, New York Post, of her getting arrested. Yeah, yeah. It was and it's like fury. I mean, yeah. Obviously, yeah, like, yeah, fucking yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. awful experience that she got arrested for protesting. But that yeah. photo is dope as fuck. I know it's fucking. Crazy. She's gnarly. I'm not. No, I'm not fucking with her. No, oh, she's she, like she's crazy in the best way. She's one of the first people I met because it was at the Experimental Comedy Do her and Tamara know each other? Uh, I, I feel like they'd get along. Uh, I, I don't think so because he just moved here so I'm not sure if they met yet though. But You'd think they'd get along really well because they're sure. both like so like yeah. they're important voices. For sure. Yeah, 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 but I saw they used to do the thing called um, Cards for Humanity with like a, like a weird twist on a oh, open cool. mic and I met um, her and uh, Hannah. Do you know Hannah? She, they used to do that, that mic together. Hannah Cowger. Oh I, yeah, I love Hannah. Yeah, I, I awesome. just started like seeing Hannah more, and yeah. I love Hannah. Yeah, yeah, super cool. Yeah, so but they, at the old location of experiment, but they were so like when I first showed up, like mm-hmm. it was probably the first week of January when I first moved here, and it was yeah. like, like, oh yeah, come on in. Are you going to X today? Uh yeah. What time? What, what time? Do you, do you got a mic there today or a show? I have a I have a mic that or no, I was just gonna go to the six p.m. mic and then the nine thirty mic. I was gonna watch the Syracuse basketball game from seven to nine. Oh, nice. or in the area and then come back. Yeah, cool. I think I might. Uh, yeah, I might go to. See. I was gonna do the creek at six, but maybe at nine thirty is at the X. Nine thirty. Wait, there's a nine thirty mic. At yeah. X? The uh, do you know Max Ogle? Uh, yes. Max Ogle and uh, Davidson Boswell. They're two like young dudes. I love Max is a you'll Max is okay. really nice. Guy. I like Otto. Otto does something like there too. Fernandez. Yeah, he's I love nice Otto. Kid. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's really nice. Yeah, that bungus den. Uh, Shots hosting for Jimmy. I mean, have oh, you those yet? Pipples. Yeah, yeah, Pipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pipple Peoples. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he like I he came and did spots there. Like Otto is cool. Yeah. Um, let's wrap this up. Let's yeah, yeah. give me some advice for a uh, new comic that you guys other than get on stage more. Cause I feel like that's a default dick answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, no, I agree. Yeah, like, um, I would say, uh, um, and this is advice to myself too. Okay. It, I think it just like like, just when you're doing stand up or before you do stand up, remember why you thought you'd be good at it, or the reason you that you would would be good at it, like. Don't ever get into like I need to do this to be a stand-up. I need to write like this. I need more jokes like this. I think the idea should like I I think those are all skills you're just naturally gonna end up like you're gonna. I think you're gonna be for your first year or two, be an impre- a, a person doing an impression of a comedian, like because you won't have your voice. I mean I I don't even have my voice. Like for, yeah. I I mean I don't know what counts as having a voice. Um, I would say it's really important to just like understand that like what makes you funny is the reason you should be on stage, not that you have the capacity to write a joke that is like a comedian's joke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I would say watch people like Pete Holmes, um, John Mulaney, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, Louis, um, I'm, I'm uh, Rory Scovel is another so one. Good. Just like people that just let themselves be funny on stage, and that, and then like, like th- those are the people that I think you should people should be watching the most right now. Maybe Gerard Carmichael too. I don't think his material is is as strong as the other people I mentioned, but I think the way he does comedy is like a good, healthy way to do Super it. Super free too. Yeah. yeah like when I watch him live, I think free. And watch Purple Onion. Watch Live at the Purple Onion. That's Zach Galifianakis' first special. And just watch the way that he 
does his special and it's and most of it is not scripted or like not material so much of it i I would just say um research these people that are super free because even if you aren't like a super exuberant comic like where you're like charismatic and stuff even like if that's not what you're gonna be it's good to watch those people do that because it will let you know that it's like it's okay to just like let it's kind of like let your freak flag fly thing but just I know how like scrutinized people are at mics or feel scrutinized just because it's like, Oh God, I'm so nervous. And like these people have watched like eight comics and then they're about to watch like another 20 after this. And then they're, they're not booked for like two months or something like that. Um, I I just think it's really important to just like go up and, and just like be your most honest self on stage. Is that, cop out information no too. i thought that was really good i like that a lot that's okay. perfect i i just i just think like when i first started which is relatively recently mm-hmm. and i'm like I, I, most of the advice i'd get from people the default was how long ago did you start two less than two years ago less than two years less ago two years ago yeah. oh man yeah I'm, that's I'm, crazy uh, yeah i moved to new york after like four months so i was like fuck this i'm never were doing you anything. writing before you did that yeah i've been writing for like a long time cool. since i was like really young so but then uh like actually i owned a skateboard shop before i moved here whoa so, really yeah yeah so i, come from, like, I can't get a gauge on how old you are how i'm 33 33 i just turned 34 yeah, you yeah. look 23 <laughs> oh, dude, that's the english in me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i don't think any english how old are you <laughs> I'm a uh, 26. I fucking forget my age too. You ever do that? I just turned 34 though, and I was. I was like, saying 25 for a really long. Yeah, time. that's because you're an actor. And you fucking probably. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently comedians say that too. Apparently, it's in a LA comedy. They do. There was that was really, really? weird. That uh, actually, the headliner that I met, Tamer, mm-hmm. Tamer was a feature, and I was hosting at my club where I'm from. Mm-hmm. He, uh, another comic, asked him his age, and the uh, headliner would not say. He's like, nah, and just walked away. Was it someone really famous? No, he's fucking no. He's it's, uh, <laughs> not at all. He's like. like Come on, dude. There's nothing worse than like lying when you don't have to. You know what I mean? And we've all yeah. done it before, but particularly if you're like any yeah. bit of a... And you're not pop. even doing it in a funny way. Yeah, Like yeah. that's funny to like lie to someone like purposefully. Yeah, just... there's some amazing good lies out there that need to be told. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 That, oh, but um, no. And then uh, also, where can they find you on social media? Instagram, Twitter, website? Um, you can look me up. I think it's on Instagram. It's just Harrison Tweed. You can yeah. literally just like search in Harrison Tweed. Um, and then I think it's like my headshot is the profile the profile picture in okay. instagram or whatever I th- and twitter same um twitter is harry son comic uh, i mean harrison tweed it's like harry h-a-r-r-y like capital s-o-n cool tweed and, and there was another harrison tweed do you use more twitter do you use more instagram um i use not that much of either yeah yeah i i sh- should do more of both ah, it's a weird world we live in you, you know who's you know here could i just plug in different person's instagram <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> look up jules the god on his 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 uh julian g julian yeah. guarino he is some of the funny he's he's a really funny comic but he also just has some of the funniest memes and the, they're just so funny that's a max white presents first you just plug someone else's and i'm yeah, yeah. really hyped on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is he a friend of yours yeah he's so from funny. here yeah yeah oh he, nice. he's in new york too. he's um he's from albany cool. he has this like the way he like talks is like he's just like this kind of like he's like a husky like italian half jewish guy from albany who um, went to, he has this bit about the high school he's from being very Save the Last Dance-ish, <laughs> <laughs> which is one of the funniest. That, that movie, yeah. I think about that movie too much. Yeah, yeah. Do you know it, the scene with the fake ID in that? 
No, I actually haven't seen the movie. He also says Coach Cartery, oh, which is the one yes. I was like, oh, I get the reference exactly now. Fuck, no, but there's a fake ID scene in that movie, and it's a fat girl. And Julia Stiles' character is like, but there, she's a fat girl. But that's a real Chicago <laughs> ID, and I think about that maybe once a week. Wait, really? Yeah, it's like it has to be, because it's like a photo of a real person. And wait, like, wait, what What happens in the scene? So she goes to, like, they try to get in this nightclub, and yeah. she's like, I don't have a fake ID. I'm like 16 or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, no, we have a fake ID for you, because her friends are all black, and they give her, like, this a white girl ID. Yeah. With Julia Stiles' character. And she's just like fat white girl. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, but I'm fat in this. But like the whole time I'm thinking, like, that's a real person. And it's like, it's like a real person, their ID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, they just got like an AD's totally. ID. Oh, my or like God, one of the PAs. That would be so like, who's our fattest yeah. PA? Hey, what about that fat white one over there? Yeah. Give me your ID here. Oh, that's the, those are, me and my friend were talking about this. The parts in movies where it's like, a lot of times in like Judd Apatow movies where they're just riffing kind of yeah. the funniest lines are the ones where it's like they couldn't possibly have had it in the original script because the script lines are like making fun of the physicality of the actor. Yeah, It's like your eyebrows look like they're going t- like to say goodbye to your hairline yeah. or some shit like, and it's like, that's so weird that the like, that is just something that like happens in comedies, and then they like it seems like they write for the character, not even for the scene. They're, like, oh, yeah. they're like, uh, you know, like there'll be like an empty block, and they'll be like, okay, Paul yeah. Rudd will take care of this next five minutes of. Have you seen those movies where it'll be like a very good-looking person is? It's supposed to be like a woman who like no man can resist her, and then like you're watching and you're like, I think they casted this poorly. Oh, because I for feel sure. like many men would resist her. I'm like so because they're unattractive just because they don't have the way that yeah. like they're trying to say the character is like. Ever know. since I moved here and like I started seeing like from the production side of how things are made, like yeah. my, making short films and stuff, yeah. I I'm so fucking annoying to watch. I'm just like, oh, that was casted really well. Or, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or like, damn, he's the weakest link in this cast. Like, I, I know. Was, I probably talk myself out getting laid so much while I'm just watching movies <laughs> with the girls. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that a rolling pan two pivot on the camera shot? Like, you fucking nerd, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And go back to being a civilian, just enjoying a movie. Have you seen Whiplash? Yeah, fuck yeah, that numerous times. So yeah, I love good. that movie. I think so, it might. I watched it again. Me and my girlfriend. My, my girlfriend hadn't seen it, so we like watched it. Um, uh, two days ago. Yeah. I was like, it was, it's not one of those movies where like you could, oh God, I was like watching her watch it. I would, cause I was like, what? what no, crazy. I know. Oh, that's, I uh, do. That's, that's, uh, that's a mal. It's not, I don't think that's a good thing that we do that because you're like, no, no seriously. No, no, no like, I know. And I, 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 it's the only movie I do that for. And I've never been a comic book nerd, but now I'm starting to have like a new uh, sense of like, yeah. I get it now. People are like, you don't understand. Like, this is Stanley's first class. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck. Shit, just, like, shut up. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. God damn it, Max. Nobody cares. But I yeah, know. that movie's, any movie where the, the actor devotes themselves to learning the, the craft, to me, is just. We watched the, looked at the IMDb trivia afterwards. It's some, there's some crazy shit. The, um, you know, the like, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. And when he keeps smacking them, that's all, uh, they, that, they did that, like, with fake slaps. Yeah. But and then like J J K Simmons and Miles Teller were like no let's do one where it's like full slaps yeah and then that was the one they kept and then the uh, those scenes where it's like hands are bleeding yeah a lot of times those are really Miles Teller's blood that's really that's fucking awesome and the dr- blood on the drums and shit I'm a big fan of that like that's uh okay the, the yeah. last thing we'll wrap up yeah yeah I don't know um uh have you seen Deer Hunter 
No. Okay. I, I, I need to. I know. Oh, is it on Netflix or anything? Right I now? don't think so. No. Those, those ones are eh, Netflix is weird. They must have. Some I haven't weird seen things. any of De Niro's real, yeah. except for Goodfellas. Yeah, of his, like, Taxi will be on there occasionally, but that's. About I want to see Taxi yeah, Driver. That's so the one I good. See. But the, um, there's a scene though where he puts a gun to uh, the actor. Is the same guy that played Fredo in Godfather. Yeah, but Wait, he was Fredo. Fredo's the brother that that. Uh, Does he get that, shot at the crossing? No, that's Sonny. Fredo's the middle yeah. brother that like sells out Al Pacino's character. He's like, and Al Pacino ends up killing him. Spoiler alert. If anyone hasn't seen Godfather before, I'm trying to. But anyway, he's like, he's a really good actor. He's one of like Francis Ford Coppola's like go-to guys for mm-hmm. his movies. But then there's a scene where De Niro and Deer Hunter puts a gun to his head. Yeah. Well, what they didn't know, what people didn't know at the time was that that the actor who has a gun to his head was terminally ill with cancer. And so wow. they asked De Niro. So they cleared the entire set and they got a real gun with a real bullet. And then De Niro put his finger on the trigger and they put it onto his head because they wanted the real like look of like fair potential murder you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. yeah so it was uh you just can't do that shit anymore fucking people wait who made deer hunter uh francis ford coppola is it coppola no is it scorsese oh i i, I didn't know i'm not sure wait, i have no idea wait, let me google that so we don't leave that one yeah, out. yeah. i don't want to leave that one out that's there. crazy yeah it's fucked up though they're talking about it and how uh, people are um i'm gonna feel like a real douche i'm gonna chalk it up to cold meds if i don't remember this. <laughs> no, that's what. let's totally do it here wait, 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 wait. we can't leave this i need up. to see bleed for this bleed for this looks amazing because i know miles teller is just gonna go fucking dude i want to see that so bad like the yeah. is it out yet yeah it's out now it's only playing in like two theaters though or three um, I just think Miles Teller is going to be the new, like, great dude. Michael, like, sorry, Michael Simino? Simino? I don't know. No, wait. Oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him. Son of a bitch. Maybe someone else wrote it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. I didn't know that. I don't yeah. feel bad anymore, though. Yeah, no, like, no. Ah, look how it's all going to. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's it. We're wrapping up right now. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming out. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude, and we'll, uh, we'll do some mics right now. See Absolutely. You. Bye. Max White, everyone. See something funny. I guess I'll just call it Max White Presents. I guess it's decent. Yeah, Max White Presents will work.